welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hey everyone, I'm John Lin, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in health IT. And today's guest is Dr. Aaron Jospi from Worldwide Technology. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for having me here at Chime. Yeah, so excited to talk about, uh, you know, some interesting infrastructure topics that I, I haven't ever talked about before at Healthcare IT Today. But before we get there, tell us about yourself and WWT. Sure. So um, by way of background, I'm an internist, uh, but I've been in the healthcare, healthcare IT space now for over a decade. Uh, and I previously served as chief medical officer at two other health IT companies wow. and recently joined uh, WWT. And what really attracted me to WWT was not just their global footprint but truly their prowess in not just thinking about infrastructure, as you were saying, but um, really about the depth of industry knowledge that they bring to the conversation. So it's not just pushing widgets and routers and switches, <laughs> but it's really thinking about um, strategically, how do we partner with you uh, as an organization? My particular vertical is in healthcare. Uh, and how can we really help you think about not just what your infrastructure immediate needs are, but long-term, how does that allow you to continue to innovate and build safely to reach people and create positive workflows. So what are some of the big topics you're hearing from customers when it comes to infrastructure? Sure, so I think one of the biggest areas right now is um, the mandates that are coming down both within the organization mm. and ultimately federally around how to decrease carbon footprints. So thinking about infrastructure as an investment in um, how, do you, uh, how do you govern your data, how do you collect your data, how do you store your data, how do you move to the cloud, so strategically mm -hmm. that cloud migration fits into there. Um, and then, of course, thinking about the data and the analytics that are going to be so important to providing that kind of insight uh, to make your investments shine. Uh, so how are you using them? What are the other ways that they can be applied? Uh, in healthcare, I think one of the most interesting things mm -hmm. is applying um, our digital prowess and expertise to creating really positive patient experiences as well as positive clinician experiences. Oh, okay. uh, I think people become much more mindful about infrastructure as something that can be a, a tool that is a hindrance or a tool that is really enabling. And as we're very protective of the healthcare workforce, being mindful of that. And so how can you leverage not just the technology, but also the people in the process to end up in a better place than where you started? I don't think most people would have thought of like carbon offsets, green efforts, right? As a patient experience or a physician experience side of things. That's interesting sure. that you're tying them together. Yeah, well, um, I guess part of it is, you know, when, when you're a hammer, everything's a nail. <laughs> but I really think that it's important to bring that lens of ESG, that environmental, social, and governance initiative lens to the work that people are doing. So I would backtrack and first say that I think one of the most important things to come out of the last few years mm -hmm. is a realization that everybody within the health system is in a position to touch that patient journey. Um, and I think that's really an important thing to realize for a number of reasons. One, it gives everyone a sense of mission. Mm -hmm. Everybody really can impact the experience that someone has for their care and how they get get better um, and how they stay better. Uh, and so for IT to also feel that, I think is really important. Um, and I think it's really important also because it's really true. Um, when we think about the impact that technology can have on an environment, so going green and decreasing your carbon footprint, 
It's really important when we think about local health mm -hmm. um, because we know that health outcomes, um, the majority of them, over 80% of them, are due to the local environment that a, that a person is in. And so thinking about what the impact of your technology, your data center, um, the pollution that you generate is really an important thing. And data centers, uh, the statistic that I heard is that they are meeting, if not exceeding, the airline industry from, wow. from a carbon footprint standpoint, mm -hmm. which for me was kind of mind-blowing. <laughs> uh, and then when you think, well, who, who's going to care about that? Um, it, it's not just you know, the, the IT person that needs to care about it. Now we want to make sure that your chief medical officer is also aware of that because, again, those social determinants of health, that environment that someone is in, really does matter and it plays a large part in, in how someone's going to fare. Yeah, talk more about why SCIOs should care, right? I mean, obviously they care about the community and some broader perspectives like that, but what are some more practical reasons why SCIOs should make more effort in carbon offsets or reducing the, you know, your carbon footprint? Sure. So I think um, part of it is thinking about the carbon impact itself, and mm -hmm. part of it is thinking about outdated infrastructure and its mm -hmm. contribution. And so those outdated uh, hardware um, that assets that you have um, are both a security risk as well as a carbon generator. So how do we now think about something that maybe needed to happen anyway, um, <laughs> making those, those changes, upgrading to that and finding the budget to do that, and also recognizing that that has positive beneficial impact to your environment. Uh, it's some uh, organizations are setting some really aggressive goals around becoming carbon neutral. Mm. What's the part that you can play in that? Uh, I think is a really important way to begin to think and to begin to build those relationships within your organization for who else really cares about these things. And of course, the security aspect is, is huge. And I would say that that security aspect also plays into those ESG initiatives mm -hmm. very solidly in the governance and compliance area. Okay. Uh, and we also want to make people feel like they, they can move the needle in that regard. Um, and of course, there's making those investments in infrastructure that allow you to be really innovative about how mm -hmm. you're going to engage your patient community. Sure. Uh, and I think that that's really uh, important as well. So you want a strong core foundation on which to build, kind of like yoga that way, uh, right? You're, you're <laughs> yeah, not going to be able example. to innovate uh, unless, unless you make those investments. And I think many can have some great ideas, but unless you have the infrastructure to support that, mm -hmm. um, you really can't make it actionable. And so that's where I think you can build those alliances where you can have kind of an onion effect of many layers coming together to create something um, that, that's greater than maybe what you envisioned to begin with. Yeah. That's great. Now, when we were prepping for this, uh, you talked about the health equity angle of this, which yeah. I, I can't, I've never heard anyone talk about infrastructure as health equity. So tell me what, how you view that. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to, to grab this soapbox. Um, but health equity, um, when we want to start with just a common definition, right? So health equity is that opportunity to be healthy and well. And we know that not everyone has that same opportunity. Um, we know from before, like I was saying, environment greatly impacts that. Mm -hmm. And so trying to improve um, and create a more equitable environment for people to be in, one with clean water, one with clean air to breathe, really does matter. Um, you know, Think about all of those chronic disease conditions where mm -hmm. the environment is really gonna come to bear and what yep. those health outcomes are. Um, but I would say too that health equity comes to bear in those other ESG initiatives beyond just the local environment. When we think about um, diversity and inclusion um, mm. in your clinical trials, in your data that's being represented as you try and 
analyze that data to come up with policies, which feeds into, into your governance and compliance area. Um, so from a social standpoint, of course, this is something that everybody wants to get behind. But again, where does the CIO fit? And thinking about those data and analytics and thinking about the environment, and I'll make a big play here for the cybersecurity piece as well. So um, recently at, at Becker's, many bemoaned the fact that there are lots of folks that are coming at them with great <laughs> ideas for social and environment, but there's not so much to say about governance. And I would say that cybersecurity is really the foundation there on which everything else can and should be built. Um, when we think about the impact of identity theft um, let alone at the hands of, of the hospital with a data breach or a ransomware attack, uh -huh. right? That is devastating because we do, we want to take care of patients holistically, not just physically. So the emotional, psychological toll um, has been demonstrated to be disproportionate in people of color and in the elderly, so marginalized populations. We know that um, if you are already starting off below the poverty line, that is a hole that you cannot escape from. And I would also say that there are actual health outcomes. We need much, much more research to be done in this area, mm -hmm. but um, we're starting to see health outcomes that are direct result, not just of the breach, but that carry over due to the remediation process itself. Mm. Um, and so that's something that I think is very startling when we think about you know, how are we handling a breach that how we could do that might create obstacles to how people are going to experience care, yeah. what their outcomes are going to be. So again, it's that mindfulness of do you have representation um, as you're having these conversations from a diverse population, diversity within your patient population, and then diversity of perspectives from those who are operational clinically being, I think, one of the biggest stakeholders that are often missing mm. from that from that table, from that discussion. Um, I once had a colleague who said, you know, you never fail alone. And <laughs> and I feel like cybersecurity should be one of those things, too. Um, you know, we it should be an effort that is not limited to IT and IS that really should go go beyond and to acknowledge that the, the care that patients receive and their ability to stay healthy and well is directly impacted by those cybersecurity decisions that you make and the investments yeah. that, that can be had. That's a good point. You're only as secure as that really nice nurse that wants to help someone on <laughs> the fishy Nemo. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And it can't just be about training. Um, mm -hmm. Right. I think yeah. there's I, I hate to sound like it's the, um, you know, the scent of inevitability. <laughs> but um, but there is something about just the massive number of attacks sure. that are that are taking place and yes you want to shrink that that air that surface yeah. area of attack you want to do everything in your power to enable your employees uh, to be good stewards of your security but you also need them to be your allies in how you're going to function and remediate the process so that it isn't all systems are shut down it isn't millions of dollars a day while you're down it's how can you how can you keep operations as normal as possible with the highest quality of care <laughs> provided for your community yeah absolutely well talk about it from a vendor perspective like how does all of this health equity you know green movement carbon mm -hmm. offsets play a WWT? 
So I think I would have to come back to our core culture. Mm -hmm. So um, our culture is very much grounded, um, and it's an offshoot of the fact that it is privately held. It's the largest privately held company by a black African-American man in the United States. And I think that Dave Stewart really takes that privilege of having an asset like WWT to be an opportunity to make a better world happen. Mm -hmm. That's that's in fact our, our motto. How do we invest in our communities? How do we invest in our employees and really create that spirit of innovation, knowing that innovation creates such long-term goodness? I mean, it just makes so much business sense yeah. when you've got that kind of creativity being stoked and fed within your organization. So first, I would say it's our culture. And second, it's the investments that have been made all along in really being able to have and deliver on the promise of the best infrastructure partnerships out there. So being able to partner with the people that we do um, and being able to leverage those partnerships to touch so many different industries, healthcare, of course, being, <laughs> being my particular favorite, sure. but um, being able to, to use that as a lever to make a better world happen, I think is, is what distinguishes WWT and it's part of what attracted me to the company um, those many months ago. Awesome. Aaron, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate this. Uh, it was a conversation I didn't expect to have at the Chime Fall Forum. So thank you so much. And thanks everyone for watching and listening. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out at healthcareittoday.com or search for Healthcare IT Today on your favorite podcasting application. John, thanks, thank Aaron. you so much for having me. <laughs> really appreciate the opportunity to talk.